And welcome back to the CMU Now podcast. My name is John Marshall. I have the honor of serving as president of this fine institution. Today, we get a special opportunity in studio with three of our great students from the Reicher program. And we're going to be talking uh, for the next 30 minutes or so about this really unique and uh, impactful scholarship that CMU has turned into something that's, that's pretty special for our students. And so um, I want to welcome all three of you to studio. Uh, CC, Jackie, Zayden, thanks for joining today. And um, maybe we'll start there. Why don't you, for the audience at home, tell us a little bit about yourselves. And CC, I'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, how you found CMU and wound up here. Totally. Well, as President Marshall said, my name is Cece Lopez. I am a junior here at CMU. I am pursuing a elementary education degree with a minor in Spanish. I am originally from Inglewood, Colorado, but I usually just say I'm from Denver because not a lot of people know where Inglewood is. Which high school did you go to, Cece? I went to Inglewood High School. Inglewood High. Go Pirates. Go Pirates. Yes. All right. Um, and I guess I found CMU from like friends going to CMU. I was yep. like, oh, honestly, I never saw myself going to college at first, but I don't know. I just took, I took the risk and I went. And I also really like the scenery of what Grand Junction offers too. And I've never been to Grand Junction either yeah. until going to school. Well, it is, a, it is a pretty different place. I mean, Colorado is one of the most diverse places Absolutely. in the country in terms of geography. But, you know, for those of us that grew up on the other side of the mountain, it's kind of different, right? When you get here, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's red and desert and hot and for it's just sure. a very different kind of experience. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Cece. Yeah, Jackie, thank you. tell us a little bit about you. Where did you grow up? How'd you find CMU? So I'm actually just about an hour away from here. Not, um, I'm in, from Montrose. Montrose, okay. From Montrose, Colorado. Down the road, yeah. Yeah, and I went to Montrose High School um, and I basically was raised in Montrose my whole life. Yeah. Um, it, Definitely was not a big change of scenery for me. Yeah, um, Colorado common, Mesa right? University is a college that a lot of people in Montrose actually like advocate for. So I kind of knew that this college was around for a really long time. Sure, sure. And being an hour away, there's there's probably, I mean, Montrose and Grand Junction have a lot in common. Obviously, Grand Junction's a little bigger mm -hmm. town, but there's a lot in common, right? I mean, it kind of feels similar and has some of the similar agriculture ethic, things yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you, you felt relatively comfortable and at home uh, coming up the road an hour, right? Yes, Yeah. yes. That makes sense. Tell us what your major is, Jackie. Um, so I'm majoring in human resource management okay. with a minor in Spanish. Oh, very good. Mm -hmm. Great. Thanks for that. Zayden. Tell us about yourself. All right. Well, um, my name is Zayden. I'm from uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I grew up there my whole life. Um, I mo actually moved here, like, from there, like, I think when I was 17 to oh, come okay. uh, here early. So uh, I actually came here to play sports, and that's kind of how I found out about uh, Colorado Mesa. And yeah, honestly, yeah. it's been a great experience since I've been here. Which high school do you go to in Colorado Springs? I went to Vista Ridge. Vista Ridge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that on the north side? Uh, yes, it is. Got it. And what brought you here? Which sport? Uh, actually, track. Tracked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the I think fastest growing and now largest teams on campus. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, mm -hmm. great, a great group too. Well, so one of the most challenging things in college, I would argue, is um, both figuring out how to pay for it and figuring out who your people are. Right. And and as we look in the 
literature, we know, you know, there's a reason why only one in four adults have a, a college degree. And part of it is having to be able to see ourselves in college and be successful once we get there. And that requires a variety of different resources, right? I'd love to hear um, more about this, but it does seem like one of the common threads that you talk to students who've been successful here is they figured out how to pay for it and they figured out some kind of a support network, right? Whoever their people are. And today we're talking about one of the critical tools we've seen be successful here at CMU, and that is the Reicher program. So Cece, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Oh, I'm and, ready. And I want you to tell our audience at home a little bit about this. So people that maybe aren't familiar with the Reicher family or what a Reicher scholar is, start at the beginning and mm -hmm. tell us Tell us about the program. Who's eligible? How does it work? And how do you earn this scholarship? Totally. Um, well, the Reicher Scholars Program serves students who excel academically, are leaders often on campus, mm -hmm. and have financial need. Um, a cool thing is that CMU is one of eight different schools here in Colorado that offer the Reicher Scholars Program. And statewide, there are 415 Reicher Scholars and 48 of those scholars go to CMU in the 2022-2023 school year. And another fun fact about Reicher is that 74% of current Reicher scholars are first generation, which I'm pretty sure Jackie and Zayden and I are all first gen. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, and um, Colorado is a key theme, right? You got to be a Colorado kid yeah. in order to earn this scholarship. There's an academic component to it, so you've got to demonstrate... Um, some success in the classroom, right? Mm -hmm. You got to work hard with your studies, but you also hit on another key point, and that is this first generation element to it. We know that um, one of the most predictive attributes of a college student that to tell us whether or not someone's going to get a college degree, more powerful than race, more powerful than geography, more powerful than income, is whether your parents went to college. And so, I would love to hear from from all three of you a little bit, uh, maybe just a word or two as a first generation student, what what did the Reicher Scholarship mean for you that allowed you to um, continue to make progress in college, maybe when you didn't have as much awareness or, or weren't sure what exactly that meant to be a college student uh, coming into this experience? Zayden, you want to start? Yeah, I can start. Um, so I guess for me, it really like gave me a support group. So uh, coming in, I didn't like I was going to come to school and I didn't really understand how I was going to pay for it. Yeah, um, that was like yeah. a huge part, but not even just that. So like uh, Sarah Mary, the director of the program, has actually been really helpful, like with helping me. Like uh, we had to have a grad plan mm. and a couple mm -hmm. of other things to be able to. Uh, have the scholarship and I think that really helped me like understand okay where is like what do I need to do and what do I need to get done within this time frame so I can uh -huh. be successful here so some of it is kind of having a Sherpa along the way right I mean this yeah. is sort of a big mountain to climb and we all need that guide along the way um, so the program has brought you some of that oh definitely CC what about you what what have you found that has been impactful about the Reicher program um, I would just say that the Reicher program made me strive for success. Um, coming from a Latino household, a Mexican household, um, neither of my parents were able to have the opportunity to go to college. My dad dropped out in third grade to, you know, become the support system for his family. So Reicher has really, like, almost given me that nudge to, like, pursue this career and, you know 
try to help out my community. Yeah. Well, and and Zayden hit on this, but I wonder, Jackie, if you might expand on it too. The You get to college and it's, you know, I mean, CMU is one of the most affordable places in the state, but it's still expensive. And mm-hmm. a college degree, no matter how you slice it, I mean, you can pay a lot. It's expensive. And so these scholarships become so vital. I, I wonder, Jackie, as you've navigated college, how is how has the Reicher Scholarship helped you in terms of sort of navigating these these minefields of paying for, sure. for college? So as Cece said, you have to be a sophomore to receive the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And my freshman year, I was so unsure of yeah. how the next three years of my life was sure. going to plan out. Um, having the scholarship accessible to me was just awesome. I no longer had to stress about the next three years and how I was going to get that funded. Um, I'm just glad I have the resources here and Mm -hmm. they're all so, they're put right in front of me in a way. You know, it's probably something we don't talk enough about, but as you come in as a freshman, there's so many new things, right? It's like people from all walks of life coming from all over Colorado and the West, you know, who've come from all different educational backgrounds. And it's sort of like, it's just a lot, right? And then... We put you in a classroom that looks very, very different from high school, and you've got these classes and topics that maybe you haven't studied before. And then we add these all these adult elements, right? How are you going to pay for all this and sort of make good life choices in those things? And I'm not sure we emphasize enough this idea of um, that stress and anxiety that comes from, I wonder how I'm going to pay for the next semester, right? What about next year? And and I think what you just pointed out about Reicher is so important. And so I'm going to, I want to go back to Cece. We, we started down some of the things that, um, the requirements of the scholarship, but how does the scholarship actually work? If I'm a Colorado kid, if I have the right GPA, um, I can be a sophomore or a transfer. Is that right? Yep. So first, um, some of the requirements to apply is, like you said, Colorado resident, a full-time sophomore or transfer student. So that's mm-hmm. generally like 12 credits. Um, you have the right GPA, which is a 3.0 and financial need. Um, from there, we here at CMU, you apply f- f- to the general application. And from there, they kind of weed you out to mm-hmm. see if you have the eligibility and the requirements for Reicher. Okay. And from then, you send in your application, goes to review, you get a interview. And then from there, there's kind of like this longish process of like anxiety, see, <laughs> seeing if you like got the scholarship. And we ha- recently just finished our sophomore recruitment. Okay. But the deadline for transfers will be May 1st. Okay. So they so still if, have time. So if I'm a student uh, around Colorado or it could be even here internally at CMU as a mm-hmm. community college student looking to transfer into the four-year program, I've got until May 1st mm-hmm. to look into this program apply to CMU and apply for the scholarship. Is that right? Yep. All right. Well, the scholarship, as it turns out, is a last dollar scholarship, right? And it's intended to prevent loans Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I think the Reicher family, um, Roger and Sharon both felt strongly about this idea of how do we help students get through their undergraduate without coming out with excessive debt. And so that is clearly a marquee component of the program is trying to limit those loans. We've talked a little about the finances. Let's talk about the impact that's had for all of you. So um, I think I'm gonna start with Jackie. How, 
how specifically has the Reicher Scholar Program changed your college experience? And maybe you'll have to sort of think about what it might have looked like otherwise, or maybe you could talk about your freshman year, but how has it really impacted your experience here? Right. Okay. So for starters, um, when I first started at CMU, um, I was in, at the Montrose campus, so I didn't really have a community to oh. go to at the end of the day. You know, I just came back to my childhood home yeah. every single night. So you were a commuter student, and See. it's a smaller campus, right? Yes, very much. Yeah. Um, so once I actually decided to move to Grand Junction and start attending classes here on the main campus, uh, this program kind of offered a big family. Mm, and not mm-hmm. only that, I have Sarah Mary, um, my advisor, who is very attentive mm-hmm. and she makes it known that she wants to help you. Um, and another big thing, um, I made a lot of friends through this program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's been, it's definitely been, uh, I don't even have a word for it. It's just been simply amazing, an amazing experience that I've had. The, the friend group that you've developed, I mean, we know this is true, right? And in, in sports is maybe the most obvious, you know, I'm looking at Zayden on this, but it, you know, when you get to college, you had these high school friend groups growing up, right? And then you get to college and it's like, oh, I guess I'm starting over, right? I've got to, I got to figure out how to orient myself and develop my new connections. But Reicher, there's a built-in series of things that you know from the day you walk in that you have some commonalities with these friends, right? Um, Zayden, I want to I want to move to you and ask you, in terms of the opportunities or doors that have been opened to you as a result of this program, um, talk, tell us about that. What What have you seen as opportunities as a Reicher Scholar that maybe you wouldn't have had otherwise? Oh well, I guess like the biggest one. So I actually got the opportunity to become a peer advocate for Reicher. So. That being, so I deal with a lot of the people in Reicher, and I actually work with Sarah Mary in the uh, Student Success and Engagement Office. And I feel like that opened a whole lot of doors, and I was able to learn a lot more, not about just the campus, but like mm-hmm. about the people that go here. And I was able to build a lot of connections with the people down there. And I feel like that was really important because they've been able to help me in like many ways, whether that's applying for classes or like just finding things mm-hmm. like here on campus that I probably would have known about like if I didn't have that experience. So equipping yourself as a leader, you've you've developed some new skills there. You also get paid for this job, yeah? Yes. So that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Add to your soda fun for the weekend. That's oh, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in terms of your your day-to-day, in addition to becoming a better asset for the other Reicher scholars, you actually improved your ability to navigate the campus. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, Cece, let's, let's turn to you for a minute. As you think about career and academic trajectory and where you're going and how you think about both your, your major and, and the programs you're studying um, and beyond, like what, where professionally you want to go and what career looks like, how, how, if at all, has the Reicher program affected that outlook for you? Um, so, um, I'm pursuing an education major and, um, right here, basically, um, you know, I don't have the stress of trying to find a way to pay for college. So Reicher has helped me be able to network in a sort of way with like being also peer advocate with Zayden and building community with, um, Jackie and the Reicher. I've been able to get a job, not because I need the financial help, but because I have a passion with working 
with kids. I work at Riverside Educational Center oh, uh-huh. at um, the Dual Immersion Academy. Yeah. So I'm just working with um, first graders and helping them with homework or just, you know, tutoring them with like math, English. Um, I have a little boy in my class who doesn't speak any English. So I work directly with him trying okay. to um, bridge the gap and yeah. learn more of English. So yeah, Reicher has helped me network ultimately that will eventually carry into when I try to find a job either here in the Western Slope or even in the Front Range. I wonder um, if the three of you might react to what I'm about to say, but my my experience tells me that oftentimes we have some remarkable leaders in our student body who don't yet know their leaders. So I wonder if you might react to that and, and tell me when along the line here in this Reicher program you figured out that you were, in fact, one of those leaders on the campus. Zayden, you want to start? Yeah, so I feel like that kind of started before I even entered the program. So I also play football here as well. Uh-huh. And I, being a part of like a big team that was, a, were a big influence on campus. And I feel like Reicher was able to help put me on a platform that would be positively looked at. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not, football is not always going to be in that uh, light because of the good and bad that just happens. But uh, I feel like Reicher was able to give me a platform that I can effectively lead and help other people mm-hmm. and so, like that come from similar backgrounds and situations as me uh, succeed in thrive here on campus as well. So the the platform that that's helped you gain exposure maybe to other peers that might be able to benefit has been sports. You know, Cece, you talked about REC or the Riverside Education mm-hmm. Center, that that's been an opportunity. I've got to think that's sort of changed the way you see yourself a little bit too. What's your experience been like in terms of that trajectory toward leadership? Um, so... As you may know, like with um, teaching, you're almost like a public speaker. So (laughs) with working at REC and also having opportunities here at Reicher to lead events or lead conversations, I've almost found my voice and like learned how to manage it and learn how to like make relationships with people and lead conversations. So Mm -hmm. that's a tool that will definitely help me in in life and has made me realize how much of an impact my voice can be mm-hmm. as a leader. What about you, Jackie? Have you have you kind of seen some of that development happening with you as well as you've kind of grown through the program? Um, well, I kind of have to think about it a little bit more, but sure. um, I guess leadership skills were always kind of a, not the strongest suit I had, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, going into the program, though, um, I kind of made it a goal of mine to be a little bit more outgoing in a way. Uh-huh. And then now um, taking all these management classes for business and such, I feel like I definitely have gained some leadership skills, even just from simply being part of this community. For yeah. Sure. And, and that growth trajectory, obviously, as you start to think toward graduation and beyond, uh, I mean, I have to think those are going to be really strong assets as you start interviewing for whether it's internships or first jobs Mm -hmm. that, I mean, you, you clearly have a presence about you now that my guess is as a high school kid was probably not quite the same, right? Right. Yeah, sure. And what a great opportunity to keep sort of flexing those skills a little bit as you work through this program. Jackie, I want to stay with you for a minute. What, as you think about um, your high school self or your freshman self, 
What advice would you give yourself going sort of looking back or other students who might be similarly situated as you? Um, what, what advice would you give at, both as a college student, more generally? A big one, be vulnerable with the people that want to help you. Hmm. And really just be yourself. Reach out to people when you need help. If you don't know something, do not be afraid to ask questions. If I wouldn't have asked that first question, I would not even be here right now. Yeah. That's definitely the biggest piece of advice I have. You know, we've been talking a lot this academic year about our campus forming the future and strategic planning process. And we've talked a lot about values. And one of those values that I continue to come back to is humility and this idea that I don't have to know it all. I don't have to pretend like I know it all. And in fact, things go better for me when somebody asked me a question and the answer is, I don't know. Um, and I hear, I hear you saying this really important thread of, you know, you get here and you think, well, everybody must know what they're doing. So I better look, you know, it's like act busy, better f act like you fit in, act like you know what you're doing. And, and I hear you saying, no, go the other way. Maybe l listen carefully. And if you don't know, ask for help. Right. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. CC, what about you? Um, honestly, Jackie put it like in a pretty perfect way. Um, essentially be vulnerable. Don't, I remember being very anxious going mm. into my freshman year, sure. you know, like a fish out of water almost. Um, and just, yeah, take those risks, take those chances, talk to people, talk to, talk to people you wouldn't usually talk to. Like maybe yeah. I wouldn't talk to Zayden, a football player, you know? Yeah. So just, yeah. Make connections when you can. You know, college is this beautiful place where, like in real life, we tend to live in a neighborhood with people that kind of are similarly stationed, right? And maybe we go to church with people who believe the same thing. And, you know, we tend to work with people who are, say, economically or educationally in the same place. But college is this, like, rare moment um, where we get to be surrounded by people from all walks of life, right? And all kind of different backgrounds, if you're open to it, if you're willing to kind of put yourself in a position to get acquainted and, and ask, you know, about their experience and be open, right? Yeah, that's, that's such an important piece of advice. Zayden, what about you? What do you, what do you advise 17-year-old Zayden or for those coming behind you? Uh, I'd just say take a risk. Um, I think that's like what got me here in the first place. But uh -huh. uh, and just even in the program is just take a risk, like email, like answer that email that you might not think you might get a scholarship for or <laughs> just do something like you might, hey, like I might not be good at it, but I'm still going to try. Yeah. So I feel like you don't know until you try. Yeah. Well, and, and that um, courage, right? It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's scary. And yeah, I got to be, um, I think, Maybe Jack, you used the term vulnerable earlier. It's like how do you how do you demonstrate courage and some it's some version of we gotta be vulnerable, right? And say it is possible that whatever this is might not work out and that's okay. Yeah. Right? I agree. That's not gonna be the end of it. Um all right, so if if we're if we're trying to put a bow around this for some of our our audience at home, um, are there pieces that maybe we haven't touched on that have been vital in this program or in your own experiences that you would want to, that you'd want to touch on. 
Yeah, honestly, I feel like the most important, if you don't take anything from this, uh, just check your email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> check your email because that's where we can do a lot of communicating from. Um, yeah. Just in general, a lot of announcements go out through the email yeah. in college. Yeah, don't hit delete without checking it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look in your spam. <laughs> yeah. Jackie, you have any other thoughts? Simply don't give up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big piece. Um, like I said, when I finished my freshman year, I was not sure what was going to follow. Yeah. And I just didn't give up. And this is why I'm here. Yeah. Well, it is um, so encouraging to get to chat with you guys. Your your stories are powerful. And, and I'm certain that the examples you're setting for peers is probably having more impact than you even realize. Um, and so I just want to encourage you that you know, the work you're doing matters. And congratulations on being a Reicher Scholar. It's a big deal. There's 10,000 students here and only 48 of them get to call themselves Reicher Scholars. Um, so congrats on on where you've gotten to thus far and just thrilled to see where you guys go next. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. With that, we're going to wrap up. Thanks for joining us on the CMU Now podcast. We'll see you next time. <laughs>